Blog Talk Radio. Since 1937, 
Their business is built on customer service and quality poultry. From rare white and brown egg layers to broilers, ducks, turkeys, and bantams, Ideal Poultry is the largest supplier of backyard poultry in the United States, shipping close to 5 million chicks annually. Visit them online at idealpoultry.com. That's idealpoultry.com. You've just entered a dimension of dirty water, a dimension of poop-filled water, a dimension of stagnant water. You've crossed into the dirty waterer zone. But up ahead is your signpost to cleaner water, the Bright Tap Chicken Waterer. The Bright Tap Waterer is fully covered. Chickens drink from special valves, so dirt and droppings can't get into the water. Chickens get sparkling clean water. You get less work. No poop-filled water pans for you to touch or wash out. Bright Tap, clean water made simple. Visit chickenwaterer.com to learn more. That's chickenwaterer.com. Hey, it's the Chicken Whisperer. If you're in the market for a new incubator, then look no further than GQF. They have a great selection of tabletop and cabinet-style incubators at prices you can afford. I love my GQF Genesis Model 1588. It has a large picture window and an automatic thermostat, which makes for a better hatch every time. Go pick out your new incubator at GQFRadio.com. That's GQFRadio.com. Ware Manufacturing has been building quality hutches since 1983. Ware manufactures modern chicken hutches, barns, pens, and nest boxes designed especially for the backyard flock. Ware offers hutches and pens for every yard size and every chicken keeper's budget. Visit their website at waremfginc.com. That's W-A-R-E-M-F-G-I-N-C.com. Or call them to find a retailer near you at 1-888-824-7257. Ware Manufacturing. Hi, I'm country music artist Nathan Osmond, and you're listening to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. And the mighty bird against, and the mighty bird against prejudice continues his fight for law and order. So when you hear that cry in the sky, you'll know it's Super Chicken. All righty. Thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Kalmbach Feeds. We've got a great show lined up for you today. We have Tina Hickman with Love Nest LLC. She's going to be joining us here in a few minutes to... Uh, really teach us and tell us all about their product line of uh, organic um, items, I guess you should say, uh, a great variety of things we can use them for in our backyard for our uh, wonderful flocks uh, here in, in just a moment. So uh, I remember, I guess it was last year about this time, Dave, uh, her husband, met me on one of my tours and stopped by and uh, gave me a box of uh, their wonderful goodies and um and then that's kind of our, our relationship started uh, with the uh, Love Nest gang over there. So she'll be here to, in a few minutes after we do some uh, housekeeping here uh, and uh, tell us all about her great products today on the show. Well, literally 10 minutes ago, the UPS man just brought the final uh, boxes for my upcoming tour. We'll be uh, hitting the road, pulling out here on Tuesday. 
working our way over to Guntersville, Alabama for the Faith, Faithway Feed um, uh, yearly um, annual, I guess, a dealer conference. Looking forward to speaking to a lot of feed dealers there um, at, uh, in Guntersville, Alabama. That, that's not open to the public. That'll be, of course, a, a closed event. Uh, from there, we'll backtrack over through Georgia, over through South Carolina, and then we'll have our first public event over in North Carolina. And we'll do North Carolina, Virginia, um, West Virginia, Kentucky, and Illinois will be the official open to the public uh, events at particular uh, feed and seed stores and feed dealers uh, with Kalmbach Feeds, who's sponsoring this great fall 2015 tour. And you can get all of those dates both at our website, chickenwhisperer.com, and uh, over on our Facebook page. Just scroll down when you go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the chicken whisperer and you can see it there and uh, each event includes a getting started with backyard poultry workshop it includes um, uh, a book signing event pictures and autographs um, and q and a Q&A session um, at about half the stops there'll be a phd poultry nutritionist there to answer your questions about poultry nutrition gotta love that um, and nancy buchanan with kalmbach feeds a phd poultry nutritionist with them uh, about half the events that we'll be doing, she will uh, be attending as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing her again. Um, every, there'll be refreshments there. Everybody gets a free copy of the Chicken Whisperer magazine. Everybody gets uh, great educational information from USDA APHIS. In fact, the EPS band was just dropping off the last few boxes uh, of that. We've got about a thousand Chicken Whisperer magazines and probably a thousand items. Uh, we didn't get a thousand of the laminated spiral notebooks regarding biosecurity, specifically avian influenza. Um, we probably got about maybe 350 to 500 of those, maybe. Uh, maybe about 350 of those, but we got tons of the brochure type. And not, not quite as nice, but still chock full of valuable information, especially this fall uh, where a lot of the experts are... Uh, hoping for the best, but expecting for the worst um, regarding the avian influenza uh, coming down uh, as, as the birds start to migrate again north to south for the winter, especially on the east coast. They're really getting geared down. And different, I know Iowa really big and, and the egg layers, but the, the difference with the uh, east coast is we have an awful lot of broilers coming down the east coast, the Delmarva Peninsula, all the way in Georgia, produces more broiler chickens than any state in the whole country. Uh, my home state, by the way. And um, it's, uh, it, could be, it could be truly devastating if it happens or affects our, our broiler flocks. Also, there are a lot of breeder flocks that are in the southeast and along the east coast, both for turkeys. I know that avian influenza seems to hit turkeys much harder and faster. Um, and we saw that up in, in Iowa and Minnesota with some turkey flocks, but a lot of turkey breeders are in North Carolina. They're breeder flocks for uh, raising them up in the, in the Midwest. So um, we just, uh, again, are going to hope for the best. But even for our backyard flocks, we need to make sure we can do what we can to uh, uh, implement good biosecurity. And when, we, when I hand out these booklets that have a lot of information in them, um, I, I try to keep it real, being a realist, <laughs> and say, look, read through this cover to cover, absorb as much information as you can, but then implement things that are realistic for you. 
uh, implement things that you feel like you can continue to do. Don't just go gung ho and say, I'm going to do all of this and every single bit of it because I love my chickens. You know, that'd be great. But realistically, I doubt you're going to be able to do it religiously uh, often, you know, continually. You might be able to, but I, don't, I think it's a rarity. Um, but choosing some things that you feel honestly yourself feel like you can do on a regular basis, like uh, use designated shoes only in your backyard or have a foot bath if that's not going to be an option and have that foot bath uh, every single day. Not sharing tools with anybody. Uh, having hand sanitizer before you go in and after you come out of the uh, chicken area, both having a designated uh, apron uh, or like coveralls that you wear just in your backyard. Things, for example, like washing the tires and wheel wells of your vehicle every time you come back from the feed store. I understand if you're a soccer mom in suburbia and have six pet chickens in your backyard, you're probably not going to do that. Let's be honest with everybody. But if you're coming back from a show, uh, are coming from someone else's residence or farm that has chickens, then that might be a very um, important thing to do. If you're coming back from the 4-H club, the state fair, uh, or uh, going to buy chickens, bringing them back, things like that, you may really want to do that. Um, even if you are that soccer mom in suburbia with six hens, um, and you're coming back from the county poultry show or a national poultry show to just go and, and look around and, and have an entertaining Saturday, you might want to do that. So um, pick some things that uh, you truly feel you can do. Every every bit you can do is going to uh, further your biosecurity plan program in your backyard, which will keep your flock uh, much safer uh, from disease. If you have ponds and creeks and rivers and standing water on your property, um, and you're in the flyway, then you really need to be careful about letting your birds uh, frequent that, um, where the wild birds may be stopping and landing and hanging out, um, and, of course, pooping and dropping the, the virus there. So um, you just want to be a, 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 well, be prepared. That's all I can say regarding that this fall. We'll see what happens. We're going to hope for... Uh, the best. About 10% of the flocks affected uh, of avian influenza this past season were backyard flocks. And so not a huge number, but they were there. And um, so you, just, you know, just do what we can do. So anyway, we've got a great show lined up for you today. Again, we have Tina Hickman with uh, Love Nest LLC. She's here going to be talking about her products. It looks like she's called in. We're going to go over there. And uh, let's give her a big chicken whisperer welcome right off the bat. <laughs> Hey, Tina, thanks for joining us today. <laughs> Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining us today. It's uh, We try to have uh, sponsors on, you know, at least once a year, sometimes twice a year. And I know this would probably be a, a optimum time because as the temperatures get cooler and as we get into winter, uh, a lot of folks across the country, their herb garden has stopped growing. It has uh, gone away for the winter. It's covered in snow. <laughs> it's too cold to grow <laughs> any of those things. So uh, I know that, that your products uh, give them an opportunity to continue through uh, the winter uh, or even any time of the year. Maybe they're in a drought area and they're if they're trying to produce some, some herbs and whatnot for, for their flock and it just doesn't do well for them. Uh, but especially I know uh, Dave and I talked initially about the, the winter months having folks or allowing folks to continue to give their chickens um, herbs through the winter, even though they they may not be sourcing them from, from their backyard. So it is an optimum time, I think, to, to have you on. So 
thanks for coming on. Let's start off, really, I was over at your uh, website looking at uh, your story. Yesterday we had Frank with the chicken fountain on, and uh, it's great to know that, that I would say by far the majority, even the big major hatcheries that are out there are still family-owned businesses from, you know, the 30s. And uh, I was reading your um uh, kind of your story about, hey, you know, you love your animals, you love your backyard poultry, and you were thinking, hey, you know, just, just like with Frank's Chicken Pound and so many others, uh, here's an issue I'd like to solve, and let's solve it, and then I'll solve it for myself, and the next thing you know, it turns into a uh, a business, and it uh, sounds like your story's not too much different than that. So let's first, before we get into the specifics of the products I'm looking at here on your website, uh, kind of how you got started with with Love Nest and uh, the the road you took and now have this in, in a lot of stores across the country. Sure. Well, thank you, Andy. I appreciate that that intro. Um, and yes, we do love our chickens. Uh, so how we how did we get started in this? Um, you know, I don't know if, if the rest of your audience, but my my grandparents from way back had chickens forever. Mm-hmm. So I grew up around that type of you know that type of uh, loving community of chickens and animals. And my husband and I um, got together. We have ch- we have chickens. We've had chickens for several years. I also had a real interest in um, in herbs, in growing in gardens and things like that. Like a lot of folks do, um, I got my certificate. Um, I'm a certified herbalist, and so that really piqued my interest in just all the benefits that these wonderful herbs can provide for for people. And I looked at my chickens, and I'm thinking, you know, I bet you they'd love to try some of this. So I did a bit of research, and like a lot of your folks, you have a beautiful garden, you want to share it with your chickens, and you do. And just exactly like you said, Andy, uh, it gets darn cold up here in New Hampshire in the winter. <laughs> um, and the herbs don't. They, the herbs are gone. So I started thinking, you know, how can I make this something that we can enjoy all year long? Um, so after several years of trying different recipes and trying different ways of doing things, we came up with a couple of blends that we love to give our girls. We have layers, and um, we had great success with it. And we gave it to our friends, and our friends gave it to their friends. And before you know it, um, <laughs> Love Nest was a viable entity. Yep, yep. Now, was this something you you went and got uh, certified as an herbalist, and and you had, I guess, your herb garden there, and did did you just kind of, with your knowledge and research of of the herbs and whatnot, saying, well, this herb is shown to help improve this, improve that, did you just start kind of in in the garage, for example, kind of creating these blends, trial and error type of thing, and saying, hey, Um, let's let's see if they like this. It's it's like a mad scientist. (laughs) Exactly. Um, you know, truly, yeah. Only instead of the garage, it was my kitchen, um, and uh, okay. tried all different. Exactly. Um, you know, we've we've got the calendula and red clover and red raspberry leaf. Um, lots of really wonderful, real basic herbs that I wanted to see what would happen if it would help at all. And certainly, you know, they smell wonderful. So we've got the aroma going right there. Uh, you open a bag of Love Nest, whichever blend it is, and it just smells good. Um, uh, let me say right up front, though, obviously nothing takes the place of keeping, you know, your chicken's area clean, bottom line. Nothing mm-hmm. will ever replace that. So that isn't good. Term, yeah, ex- of course. Exactly. I was going to say, good, yep. and it's not going to replace the good husbandry practices, which, again, clean, fresh water all the time, like we talked with Frank the Chicken Fountain yesterday, and, and a good, um, nutritionally balanced feed uh, for them mm-hmm. and, and keeping them clean, you know, absolutely, yeah. without a doubt. So, I mean, yeah. you, uh, not that you would call this a, a supplement, but they're just, again, products that wouldn't fit a need for folks that have the, the backyard. Now, um, 
Uh, I have to tell you this funny story. Uh, y'all, uh, um, Dave gave me a box of these, and when I got back home after the tour and uh, and started using these, and I shared them with, uh, like, obviously, you live next to the Chicken Whisperer, you're going to have chickens, so all my friends have chickens, too. <laughs> I started them with chickens. So I pulled up in the truck into my neighbor's yard, and I opened up this box, and I, I pulled, and they weren't labeled at the time. Um, I guess it was before y'all had gotten laid kind of early on, and I pulled these packages out, and, of course, my neighbor was like, I didn't know you were starting to deal some stuff. Because <laughs> you look at it, <laughs> you, you know, pull these packages out. They're all sealed nicely, and they're in a the box, and they're not labeled. And you look at it, and there's all these, you know, herbs and things in there that, you know, all natural uh, leaves and and uh, all chopped up. And, and he's like, I don't know if I should give this to my chickens. Are they going to mix this in with brownies? What's up with the deal? Yeah. So he oh was he had a couple of had a couple of them laugh at me about that when I was sharing the love, if you will. With, uh, with neighbors said, you know, give give this to because I wanted to, um, and I gave one uh, type to one neighbor and the other type to the neighbor. I said, hey, this is how you use this. And go ahead and see. I want to know if they, they like it. Are they eating it? Are they curious about it? You know, or put it in the bedding or put it in the nest box uh, and things like that. So uh, it was it was something that was very, very funny to me. I, in fact, I had a couple of people. I was downtown, a really small town, and um the guy who uh, runs the water department, he have started him with chickens. And I said, hey, I got something for you. Try this out. Tell me what you think about it. Watch your chickens when, when you sprinkle it for them, things like that. And he says, are you sure this is for my chickens and not something <laughs> for me? <laughs> so, we, they, they had all had fun with it, but the, the, the reviews were, were great. And everybody who listens to the show knows, and we'll talk about this too, um, in the actual, the current magazine, in current Chicken Whisperer magazine, uh, Dr. McRae, Ph.D., poultry scientist and professor at Delaware State, uh, in this current Chicken Whisperer magazine, the fall of 2015, it's out now, um, she did an article for us that really incorporated kind of three studies, if you will, and your product, I believe, was one of those studies mm-hmm. talking about we use this product, and you probably got the results of that that you can use for advertising and whatnot mm-hmm. like that because um, everybody knows that um, it, with the chicken whisper, it's got to be fact-based science-based study-based information, and now you've got kind of a start. McRae about study information about a particular, we'll talk about that study when we talk about the specific product regarding here. I'm just kind of getting everybody kind of lined up about the story and how I've tried it, I've used it, you, you've you know, you've done all your testing, how it was developed and, and, and how they can uh, use it, utilize it in, in the wintertime and whatnot. So wanted to get everybody uh, that attention. Now tell me how hard a road was it because um, you hear horror stories on a lot of these blogs and forums and just talking with people out on the road about getting that little logo that says USD organic. How 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 much of an uphill battle was that for you and you and Dave? <laughs> um, well, you know, Andy, I have to credit my husband Dave for that side of things. He has been <laughs> my champion. He truly is. He's a wonderful guy. You met him, right? Um, I did. He's he, a great guy. He travels all over the place pushing this product. So it's uh, he, yeah, you've got to give him a, a lot of credit as well. <laughs> definitely, he's down Atlantic City right now, um, pushing the product, and he's um, you know he's tireless. Yeah, that's, but, what, that's what you think he's doing. He's putting fifty on red. <laughs> And then he's, <laughs> oh, and then he's 
and he's, he's he's doubling down right now. Actually, what he's doing, Tina, you think he's pushing the product? But <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, he um, he took this <laughs> he took this USDA thing, um, you know, totally uh, just ran with it. And and yes, it was a very long road, um, lots of back and forth, making sure that every T was crossed and every I was dotted. Um, we had to um, you know prove exactly what was in each of the herbs, what we put in, that it was 100% organic. Um, all the paperwork that goes in there, and it took it took I'd say the better part of a year to make sure that we were what we claimed we were. Uh, it was very rigorous, and um, I'm I'm glad we did. It's one of my proudest things that we had that on our bags. Um, okay. And now, and we're. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say between that and and actually have being able to say it's 100% organic is huge for us. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I always, when I have folks on, they're sponsors, I love them to death, I do ask tough questions sometimes so people can hear not just about your product, but hear when they're out looking at labels and they see things and, and the challenges a lot of people have to have that label on there, uh, you can mm-hmm. explain to me, I think Dave explained to the Miss Me at one time, I noticed that the, the the for example the chick mix blend the critter ritter blend the layer herbal blend have that stamp the um, love nest nibbles doesn't have that though it says made with organic herbs and seeds and uh, protein rich uh, mealworms but that doesn't have that on there and there's a reason for that I know he technically told yeah. me why and you can share with that so our listeners know when they they may order an, an array of, of products and then see oh well the nibbles wait a minute it's, it says it's made with organic herbs but it doesn't have the seal on it. I'm familiar with that because sometimes we'll buy uh, treats for our children, our two and four year olds, and I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the brand uh, that maybe I think Horizon, who does the organic milk, they make some like a uh, Graham Bears and things like that. Uh, I think maybe uh, what's that other populum? Uh, the Bunny brand, Bunny uh, organic bunnies. I can't forget the name. Anyway, so we buy that, and it says made with organic wheat, but yet it doesn't have the USD organic seal. So there are other. Mm-hmm. So kind of tell us the, the challenge there. If someone buys uh, several products and they see that the nibbles, which uh, of course they can eat all of it, it's all edible, but the nibbles that's designed for your treat, why it doesn't have that seal, though it's made with organic herbs and seeds, just so they have an understanding. Sure. Now, that's a great question and something we get asked a lot of times. Um, what we created Nibbles for is, is for exactly that. It is a very healthy treat. Um, it contained, We wanted to, it to contain proteins, and some of the best proteins that we all know who have chickens, mealworms. Oh, my goodness. Um, you serve mealworms to your chickens, and they go crazy for them. And uh, between that and the kale, those are like kind of the two ingredients that have the biggest bang for the buck as far as protein goes. Um, mm-hmm. We also have organic sunflower seeds in there, too, which also helps with the protein. But as you said, it is not 100% organic because of the mealworms. Um, we mm-hmm. didn't want to, you know, show people something that wasn't true. And mealworms are not 100% organic because they would have to be in a 100% organic soil and raised that mm-hmm. way. So no, we can't say that, um, and we don't mm-hmm. want to mislead mm-hmm. folks. Yep, yep, that's exactly right. I knew there was a reason there. I couldn't, I couldn't remember exactly what it was, but um, I remember Dave talking with me with me about it. So let's let's start off with the product that. Um, Dr. McCray at Delaware State did those studies on, and uh, I don't have them right in front of me. You may have it where you can refer to it regarding the quality of the eggs. And so um, which product did did she actually utilize for the the article she wrote for us? Um, Andy, I believe that was Layer Blend. Layer Blend? Layer Herbal herbal Blend. Yep, I'm seeing it right here. And... um, Tell us about that particular uh, product. We'll go ahead and start with that and what it's utilized for, how to utilize that, and if you have any of those uh, studies uh, that she provided. 
Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Um, Layer Blend is one of my favorites. <laughs> it's just, it's just mm-hmm. wonderful stuff. Um, there's a number of different herbs in there that not only do they love to peck at because chickens peck at everything, but when they do peck at it, um, it's wonderful for their systems. Um, Layer Blend has um, red raspberry leaf, uh, red clover, the stuff that actually grows in your backyard, um, and mm-hmm. nettle. And those are great helpers for their adrenal systems. Um, they're stress relievers. They're kind of overall systemic herbs. Um, and then there's lemon balm and chamomile, and those are great. They smell wonderful, first of all. And then um, they're also very helpful aromatically to de-stress and calm them down. Mm-hmm. Um, so we use it all the time with our layers, and we've had wonderful success. Um, I don't have the results right in front of me. I don't know if you do, um, but I know that from folks we've talked to and certainly our chickens, they've reaped the benefits of layer blend. I'm going to try to pull that up online because I don't have the physical issue. I think I've got a thousand chicken whisper magazines in my <laughs> truck getting ready for the tour, but it's parked uh, just, just down the street in the overflow parking here at the RV resort we're at. But I, I, the article uh, in the magazine is available online. So um, I'll think of any questions I have about this product. And when you're telling us about the next product or maybe sure. in between the products, I'll go to another commercial break and then I'll, I'll look that information up. But it was, okay. uh, she, she, we actually had a, she, we had her on one of the last shows she was on. And she shared with us the, the findings, and it was it was pretty impressive. So, uh, when, tr- just as a study would do, uh, hens that were given this, hens that weren't given this, and then looking at the egg and weighing the egg and the size of yep. the egg and and all this stuff, it was uh, it was pretty impressive. Um, and so I, I clicked over here, uh, thirteen dollars and ninety nine cents, and for the uh, for the layer blend right now, and yep. uh, that's I guess it's at your website. And um, the chamomile help calm and de-stress. Have you had anybody that's using the product say that, um, specifically on that one, say, you know what, I had a hen that was just being a butt and they would peck everybody or just, you know, the stress. Have you had anybody call you and say, hey, I started giving this and and, um, I don't have a pecking issue anymore or a couple of my problem hens have seemed to calm down or have you seen that in your backyard flock? Um, well, actually, not so much the pecking, but we've actually experienced some help with broodiness. Um, mm-hmm. We've uh, used it extensively ourselves, obviously, but we also have friends that have come back and said, you know, um, things seem to be a lot better with layer blend. Um, I, I'm not mm-hmm. going to claim that that's absolutely the truth because right. I haven't done, you know, tests on the broodiness, but we've mm-hmm. seen great results uh, for layer blend specifically. And it really is attributed to those beautiful herbs. Um, also, I want to make sure folks understand, you know, if they've got these herbs in their backyards, if they grow them themselves, throw them in the coop, you know, go for it. Go mm-hmm. ahead and mm-hmm. put them in there. Um, it, it'll do nothing but help. Um, and certainly if they don't have that available, that's where Loveness comes in handy because we've put it together conveniently and easy for them to use when they just don't have it themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you had mentioned that earlier, I'm going to read this too, this is on your website, anybody that that does with essential oils, which we do, in fact, we used essential oils last night uh, with, with uh, Caleb, uh, my wife uses them, she had some, uh, uh, I guess it's vertigo and some dizziness this week, use it, so so we'd use a, ver- uh, so anybody's heard this general statement that uh, they, they have, but just, just to, to let our listeners know, uh, this is all coming right from your website, this information is provided for educational purposes only, is not intended to substitute for veterinary advice. This information has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and it's not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Exactly. (laughs) I know you you probably have to have that on there. They make you put that on there when dealing with that. So everybody's heard that uh, statement before. Now, how is... 
how do you recommend the customer that's purchased a layer blend uh, deliver it? Is it at the coop bedding? Is it in the nesting boxes? Is it in a little bowl specifically for uh, treat? Uh, how, how do you deliver the this particular product, the layer herbal blend? For layer blend, what I like to do is I like to go in and just take a handful and sprinkle it in the nesting box areas. Uh, love it in the nesting box. It just seems to make such a great difference. Um, in the coop area, you certainly can too. Um, and after we clean the coop, um, depending on the season, um, you know, we use one of the blends and sprinkle it throughout the whole coop. Um, and if I can for just a second, I just want to specify sure. something. Um, one of the great things about, about our blends, are th- the three different blends that we have, is layer blend, chick mix, and then um, the critter ritter, they're really great to target specific needs for your flock. So it's not a, a general, you know, shoot out there of, of just about any herb you can get. They're really targeted. Mm-hmm. So layer blend is for, you know, those layers, those hens that you just love, and you want to just do that extra special thing for them. Um, the chick mix, which we're going to talk about in a minute, is great for the little ones. It, it does actually help their respiratory systems grow. It helps them to mature. It helps, um, and, and you mentioned those oils, they rub against those herbs, and they get those, and they, they bring them into their systems. And then, of course, Erderitter is fabulous because it's targeted specifically for those nasty little, you know, unwelcome guests, shall we say, that you'd love to mm-hmm. get rid of. Um, they, mm-hmm. they, they help. It helps greatly. So it's very targeted blends, uh, very specific. Um, and throughout the coop is wonderful, specifically for layer. Love it in the nesting box. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah, we'll uh, talk about the, the uh, individual pr- uh, other products here in a few minutes. I'm flipping through. Uh, the magazine right now, and I'm going to try while we're talking about the layer blend. If people will give me just a second, I'm going to get over here and uh, read some of the results that um, poultry scientist and professor Dr. McCray had. Uh, here we go. Testing the Science of Good Management was her article in, in the current issue of Chicken Whisperer magazine, and she did something on a chick flick uh, for ammonia control. Uh, we got uh, uh, Bright Tap versus Open Trough Waterers. Bright Tap, uh, is, and then we have the Love Nest eggs. I'm going to increase this because I'm getting old and my uh, <laughs> you and me eyes are, are, fail, are failing me. So let me try to get. Come on now, right, and I'll read it over here if I can. Come on now, hang on just a second. There we go. Uh, Love Nest and eggs. Uh, I can just read it to to the. Let's see. Um, Okay, I just, uh, since we're talking about things, it's very important. Folks have been talking about giving herbs both fresh and dried to their chickens. Uh, now there is a cool new product that has done all of the hard work of picking and drying the herbs for you, and most of their products are USDA certified organic as well. Love Nest is designed to be sprinkled in the nest box or the litter. Uh, they have 13 different herbs in their four different blends, and their nibbles include freeze-dried mealworms. Um, okay, um the creators of Love Nest wanted to know if their product affected eggs in any way, so we undertook a study to find out. We found that four Delaware flock owners who had given their chickens herbs or other garden items alone are in combination. They stopped giving herbs, and we collected um, eggs from them to get a baseline on different egg factors. Uh, we measured whole egg weight, yolk weight, albumin weight, shell weight, shell thickness, uh, roast color score of the yolk, uh, haw, uh, haw, protein unit, haw, haw unit protein quality measurement of the albumin, uh, foam stability, and even how they performed in terms of uh, baking an angel food cake in volume and in mayonnaise quality. So uh, They were rigorous. 
They were, man. They <laughs> tested for anything. Uh, we then asked the owners to give the chickens Love Nest layer blend and a feeder uh, in the coop. We also measured how much Love Nest that the chickens ate over time. Regular food and water were available to the flock at all times as well. The smell of the product made everyone in the project smile. It was even a pleasure to keep in the office. Uh, the chickens readily consumed the Love Nest product. Eggs were not negatively affected in any way by the addition of Love Nest to the coop as as the supplement. Uh, as a supplement, uh, there were very few changes to the eggs. The volume of the Angel Food cakes did increase. So the volume of the Angel Food cake did increase the first week after feeding the Love Nest. Um, and then, but and then it returned to normal for the rest of the trial. Um, the roast color score of the yolks uh, decreased as the summer progressed. That means that the yolks became lighter, but only one shade of yellow uh, lighter. Um, let's say, and the folks wouldn't notice this change uh, at all. Uh, and it could be because of the chickens eating less due to the heat. We know they eat less and drink mm-hmm. more uh, during the summer. And uh, let's see, I'm scrolling down here. Um, going to any other things to see. Uh... Uh, owners have, uh, noticed that the chickens did like the product based on observation. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, just trying to find the pertinent information about the product here. Um, and just and just so um, the folks on the line also understand is that you know these mm-hmm. are completely edible and good for their chickens. It, they will nothing will harm them, nothing will hurt them. They're not only supposed to you know smell them and rub against in them, but also they pick at them and they're great for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, you know she did the study. You got you got a lot of information out there, and I know you've done done your own studies as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because, like I said, everybody you know who listens to us knows that it's got to be you know we we want to make sure they have the right information and and the proof. So she's done she's done the study. She really liked the product, uh, and they had kind of a, a positive uh, feedback from it from the folks that were actually giving it a, a, as well. And folks, you can read that in our Chicken Whisper uh, magazine, the 2015 uh, issue. And uh, and read and read all about it. Where she and another test too, where she did the um, um, the waterer test, and then of course the uh, chick flick regarding uh, ammonia control. So the layer herb blend um, really helping with the with the layers in the nesting box um, and of course in the bedding are like they did. Uh, apparently they put it in a small type of a trough feeder for them to actually uh, consume uh, in in the actual study. And you can read about that at Chicken Whisper Magazine. So that's that's the layer blend. And uh, we've covered that. I'm at your website now. I'm going to scroll back here. Let's talk about the Critter Ritter blend. I'm clicking on this here as we speak. And, folks, you can go to, uh, as you're listening and following along, www.love-nest.com. That's www.love-nest.com. And follow along with us. And we got the Critter Ritter blend. Tell us a little bit about that, Tina. Oh, Critter Ritter is wonderful. Um, you know, uh, we've actually, uh, in the years that we've had chickens, I don't know if anyone else is, is, is listening, uh, has battled mites. Oh, my goodness. They are not fun. Um, no. And <laughs> they're not. Um, and that was one of the things that I really wanted to make an impression uh, in the coop of with the herbs. Um, I wanted to do something, and I wanted to keep it all natural. Um, in my herbal studies, uh, we learned a lot about um, time, and rosemary, and those are incredibly effective, um, you know, uh, against 
types of mice. Uh, mice don't like the smell. Um, it's not going to, you know, kill the mice or kill the lice right then and there. You're not going to find all these little dead bodies everywhere. But it's going to make them going to go away. They don't like the smell. They don't like it at all. Um, so if you take the critter ritter and actually sprinkle around, we like to sprinkle around the edges of the coop, especially um, after cleaning or if it's a time of year in your in your part of the country where you're facing a lot of maybe a little bit of an infestation or you're noticing it, um, we love to put it around the edges of the coop. Um, and we've actually, you know, this probably sounds a little crazy, we have a nesting box um, on our coop where the door actually opens up kind of like a trunk um, and we kind of do a dry rub. We actually rub the critter ritter against the wood of the nesting box tops. Um, and honest to goodness, it's fabulous. Um, we've had nothing but great reports on it. Um, people love it because it's not going to hurt their chickens. Uh, the chickens love it. The chickens are going to not, you know, they're going to still use the coop. They still use everything. They'll peck out the, the herbs, which are great for them anyway. But the, the magic of the time um, is really what's doing the job there. Um, and so it's got a few other great things in there also. Um, and it can be added in just like everything else. Um, you know, just sprinkle it in the coop or in the in the nesting box. Like I said, this one we love to sprinkle in the coop on the edges. Uh, it's got a little bit of peppermint in there, and it smells great. Yeah, we're going to hear and the rosemary and, and thyme and other herbs as well. And it's not, uh, just so folks understand, it's not, this is not uh, insect, uh, um, insecticide. It's not killing anything. It's just really kind of repelling. They don't like some of these. Kind of like I, I contributed to planting uh, marigolds around my garden or around exactly. my tomatoes. Exactly, yes. Try. Yes. Yep, yep. Try to keep those away, other critters away. So, so we're familiar with that. This just happens to be kind of blended and, and utilized for uh, our coop, uh, for mites and, and, and lice, and you said moths and other uh, 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 creepy crawlers and, and That's insects. That's exactly and right. Just to and keep you know, them away. Oh, and sorry, Andy. <laughs> okay. I was going to interrupt you. Um, That's fine. I was, you just mentioned marigolds. Um, they're, they're older, larger cousins. Calendula is one of the herbs we actually use in the mix, um, and it has all the benefits, um, only like on vitamins. It's really great stuff. Calendula. Awesome, is, awesome. Yep, yep. So you've got the, the layer blend, which is a nesting box, and, and, then, and then the bedding, and then... Um, uh, again, because all organic, all safe, absolutely safe to consume. So even though this blend is designed to kind of repel the critters from wanting to come in the coop and whatnot, they still see this and they snack on this, and it's, again, perfectly fine because it's all natural herbs, 100% organic. Mm-hmm, exactly. Kind of killing two birds with one stone, no pun intended. So um, let's let's move on here. Actually, we've, we've covered two. We're gonna, we got two more. We have chick mix uh, and then the, the nibbles. So what I'm going to do, since we're kind of halfway through, is I'm going to put you on hold. We'll do a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll, we'll cover the, the next two. All right, folks, we're talking with Tina Hickman uh, with Love Nest LLC, and we're talking about all of their great products that you can use in your backyard in and around your flock, in and around your coop, uh, for all the benefits that uh, she's, uh, she's telling us about today. So stay with us. we got at least two more products to uh, talk about, and maybe there's some products uh, in the pipeline that uh, they're working on that she can share with us possibly, and, uh, and what's next. So uh, stay with us. We'll be back right after this short break. When you need an incubator, think Brency, the incubation specialist. Brency has been a world-leading manufacturer of incubators for over 30 years. Incubators from 7 to 380 eggs with high-quality electronic and digital controls, including precise humidity control and programmable egg turning. 
all at surprisingly affordable prices. Visit them online at Brincy.com. Brincy spelled B-R-I-N-S-E-A. That's Brincy.com or call 1-888-667-7009. Enter the coupon code WHISPER at checkout and save 10% on their incubators, brooders, egg candlers, and other incubation accessories. When you need an incubator, think Brincy. Technology you can trust. Cackle Hatchery is a third-generation, family-owned and operated hatchery. They offer over 193 varieties of poultry shipped directly from their facility in Missouri. It's their mission to enhance your life by providing you with quality poultry for showing, meat, enjoyment, eggs, and pets. They specialize in hatching purebred poultry and shipping day-old chicks right to your local post office since 1936. 4-H and FFA Youth Poultry Clubs get a 10% discount. Check out their website, CackleHatchery.com, for posted weekly specials and discounts. That's CackleHatchery.com. Give the chicken Pictures of chickens on aprons are common across America, but picture a chicken wearing an apron and you'll probably get a good chuckle. Laugh if you must, but nothing protects hens better than the Hen Saver Hen Apron. Hen Saver Hen Aprons protect your hens from the damage caused by an overly affectionate rooster and may even provide protection from an unexpected hawk attack. Hen savers come in several different sizes to fit both bantam and standard sized hens and roosters. Colors include camo, denim, navy, brown, khaki or black, and soon pink. Crazy K Farm is expanding its already colorful hen saver collection to include the color pink. A portion of their sales will be donated to organizations that fund breast cancer research and awareness. Order your Hensaver aprons today at hensaver.com. That's hensaver.com. Do you provide a heat source for your backyard chickens in the winter? In most cases, it's not necessary. But if you choose to provide a heat source for your backyard chickens, it's imperative to use a safe and effective heat source, and the only one I recommend is the Sweeter Heater. The Sweeter Heater is a safe, completely sealed, washable, non-breakable, energy-efficient, long-lasting and reliable specific area heater that comes with a three-year warranty. Ditch the dangerous heat lamp this season and invest in the only heater I recommend, the Sweeter Heater. Purchase the Sweeter Heater online at SweeterHeater.com. That's SweeterHeater.com. Are you in the market for a new chicken coop? Want one that will outlast all the others? Then check out Urban Coop Company. All of their coops are made from 100% appearance-grade western red cedar with galvanized hardware and advanced all-weather joinery right here in the USA. 
Compared to other coupes, Urban Coupe Company coupes will last longer and look better doing it. They're designed to be both beautiful and functional. In fact, they have earned the Chicken Whisperer seal of approval and are Chicken Whisperer approved. I invite you to browse their website to learn more about the many features of their coupes and check out their integrated coupe accessories that will make your life easier. Urban Coupe Company is a family-owned business located in Dripping Springs, Texas, USA. They are passionate about building great coupes because they know you're passionate about your backyard chickens. Visit them online at urbancoopcompany.com. That's urbancoopcompany.com. Since 1921, Stromberg's has been a family-owned and operated business, providing quality poultry and poultry supplies to their customers. Today, the Stromberg family offers over 200 different breeds of poultry, including chickens, waterfowl, and game birds. They also offer poultry supplies for the beginner or advanced poultry keeper. Stromberg's should be on the top of your list when it comes time to order. Shop online at www.strombergschickens.com or call today at 1-800-720-1134. Remember, that's strombergschickens.com. Alrighty, thank you very much for uh, staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Kalmbach Feeds. I, I do have a little public service announcement here. Uh, we do this on occasion, and it's uh, just about the season, but I want to let everybody know, not to have you panic, but there are only 98 days, 11 hours, 11 minutes, and 16 seconds until... Christmas. That was your uh, daily public service announcement, just to give you a reminder, 98 days. (laughs) And we do have that live chorus behind me here in the studio, the live chicken chorus that loves to to sing chicken uh, songs. So uh, we've got Tina Hickman with us today with Love Nest, and we've covered two of their products so far, and we're going to cover a couple more and then maybe see uh, 30 other products in uh, development. Tina, thanks for staying with us today. Hi, Andy. My pleasure. All righty. So we've got, uh, we were going over to the uh, chick mix blend, I believe, was next. Uh, Start them off right for, uh, of course, the baby chicks. And tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about that product and uh, how we uh, deliver that and what what is it going to benefit for these uh, little biddies we got. Oh my goodness! Um, we ha- I have such great memories. Um, we raised our own chicks uh, just a couple years ago, and um, if you look on the website, there's actually a little video about what is Love Nest on one of the pages. And at the very end of the video, we handed the handed we sprinkled a little bit of the chick mix at the bottom of the uh, area we were keeping the chicks, and they went crazy. They absolutely love it. 
Of course, everyone knows <laughs> chicks will peck at everything that it's there, <laughs> and to have them, um, you know, kind of reinforce that pecking uh, behavior and and pecking something good besides what else they might peck on the floor um, is wonderful. And so everything that's in chick mix is is great for them. Um, you and I spoke a little bit about uh, the calendula earlier. This calendula flowers. Mm-hmm. Calendula are those are those really you'll see if you pick up a bag. Um, there's a large yellow flowers look like marigolds but bigger, um, and that's that's wonderful for them. Um, and let's see, there's also some comfrey, and comfrey is a great herb. Um, comfrey actually is very rich in protein also. Uh, it's great for their skin and digestion. Uh, we've also got some nettle in there, and we covered nettle earlier. Um, there's uh-huh. some stuff in there for this respiratory and circulatory support, uh, meadowsweet and fennel. Um, we talked a little bit about the peppermint, uh, which also smells amazing. And then just uh, you know, to start them off right, we've got the red clover and the red raspberry leaf in there also. Um, and those together just make a wonderful start for the chicks. Um, you had asked how, how we actually give it to them. And mm-hmm. unlike the layer, you can you can give it to them any way you like. I mean, it really. But what we like to do and what we found to be very helpful is to actually put it down on the ground where the chicks are. Um, so, you know, if you've got them in a box or you've got them in a smaller area or inside a little part of the coop, you just put it right on the ground and they're going to go crazy. Yep, they love it. They absolutely love it. That's awesome. And um, um, you do this, I guess, as early as them, of course, chicks, in the brooder. Just you can sprinkle that down and, and the yes. floor of the brooder uh, for We them. like to wait, you know, give them, give them a few days. Give them, like, you know, three-day-old, up to five-day-old. After that, you can absolutely use it. We just like to give them just a couple of days to kind of get their bearings, um, you know, get used to being around, and then you can use you can use the um, the chick mix just wonderfully. Yep. Yeah. Enough enough days for them to f- kind of figure out what what food is, what water is, what shavings are, and <laughs> exactly. then uh, and then <laughs> and then kind of add this to them. Let me ask you this, because um, there's been a lot of study. Uh, we've been talking about it for years uh, with uh, Peter Brown, the Chicken Doctor. He did a great article. Um, uh, this year in Chicken Whisper Magazine about um, uh, oregano and specifically like all of oregano. But uh, mm-hmm. do any of your products have oregano in them? You know, Andy, they don't. Curious. That's a great question. We we mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. thought about it. Um, I actually thought about it long and hard. Um, and some of my earlier recipes actually had oregano in them. But I, you know. <laughs> I didn't want to use anything that would be um, more of a. It would. It would. It would remind folks of food. Um, you know, the oregano right, has such right. a strong scent. I didn't uh-huh, go with yeah. the oregano. I didn't go with garlic. I didn't go with a number of the different herbs that we use. Uh-huh. Um, you know, in that type of of way. I didn't want to cross that boundary too far. Um, so I stayed in the, the truly, you, you know, the very <laughs> gardenal, the gardenal uh, variety of yeah, herbs. Yes. When when people open it up, they would be like, "Hey, I think I'm going to sprinkle this on my salad." Exactly. exactly. This, this smells pretty good. I think I'll sprinkle mm-hmm. some on my pizza when it comes out of the oven, and a uh, little garlic smell, or put a little on my salad, or or maybe if uh, if you're down here in the south, just a little pinch between my cheek and gum will do me well. <laughs> you know, Andy, I have a friend of mine who did the test, some of the testing for me, and she <laughs> loves the chick mix so much. She made a tea out of it. And she actually oh loves goodness. it. Loves it as a tea. So just you know, I'm not I'm not suggesting that people make tea out of this stuff, but you can. Does it say um, did, and, did, the, did the FDA or anybody when you're going through this? Did, is it on your label? This is not for human consumption, or you know, uh, did they require that or not? Since it's kind of um, uh, geared towards poultry. 
Yes, um, they're, they're, the only one that does actually have to say that is Critteritter. Um and it does say that on the bag. Yep, yep, absolutely. It's because for, of the because of the time and the um, the the blending of the herbs that's on there, it is not for human consumption. Yep. Okay, but it's not on the other bags. That's correct. Of the yep. other product. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. I thought I'd ask that because you know a lot of times uh, you'll you'll see that like when we talk about. Um, we talk about the the freeze dried mealworms, and and often on the show I'll be like, yes, and finally it'll add a nice little crunch to your salad. Um, <laughs> but then we say, no, 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 not for human consumption, for your chicks only. And <laughs> yeah, yep, <laughs> so exactly. you be in the business. I thought I would ask. So we've got the the chick mix blend. We covered that. The, the critter ritter regarding the, kind of the repellent of those critters we don't want in our coops or nesting boxes. Let's get over here to the love the name love nest. Nibbles, a healthy <laughs> herbal treat, and you use the word treat, uh, made with organic herbs and seeds plus protein-rich mealworms. Let's talk a little bit about that, how that came into play, and uh, I think we can all probably figure out how to uh, deliver that. Oh, before I forget, I just popped back into my head. Um, being uh, that, that herbs are kind of scarce across the country in the wintertime, and, and that's kind of one of your goals, a year-round um, herbal uh, goodness for, for your flock, I know that a lot of people in the wintertime like because, you know, insects may be scarce, the ground is frozen, there may be snow out on the ground and things like that, and they may give them a a, a treat to help out and and encourage scratching like scratch, and everybody knows my opinion on scratch. Um, Have you had folks kind of supplement this and, hey, you know what, instead of scratch, which I'm not a big fan of, uh, but I still want them to kind of scratch, maybe they do the deep litter method and their coop, and it's important to turn that over and have the chicken scratch at that. Um, you know, uh, sprinkling some of this down to encourage, you know, turning that bedding over, scratching as they scratch to find this, uh, these these products and things. Have you have you had anybody uh, doing that, or if you can, have you considered sharing that with folks, saying, hey, you know, a lot of people in the wintertime and encourage this, and things are already sparse when uh, they're out scratching around in the frozen tundra. <laughs> to kind of sprinkle this around to encourage that, or if they're using the deep litter method in the coop to encourage scratching of that, which is very uh, crucial. Yes, absolutely. It sounds like you've been up in New Hampshire, Andy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness, chickens in the snow, yes. Um, yes, so scratching, yes, we know a lot about that. And that's that's really what we wanted to do with nibbles. Um, we wanted to offer something that would help, um, as I said earlier, the protein in nibbles is fabulous. And what we were faced uh-huh. uh, with was molting. Um, how do we help the chickens um, all, year lo- all year round, but certainly when they're molting, um, what can we do to, to help build back that protein? And that's one of the things that uh, nibbles is wonderful for. Um, we talked about the, the, you know, the mealworms, and we talked a little bit about the sunflower seeds. But you know, Andy, when we give the nibbles to the chickens, we, we put it down, we can put it, like you said, the deep litter method, and they start to scratch, um, or they uh-huh. put it down on the frozen tundra of New Hampshire. Um, the, it's like it's like a, a Sunday. It's like their favorite food. They'll go for the mealworms first, guaranteed. After that, it's the sunflower seeds, and then one by one, they go after each of the different pieces. The kale is this gorgeous green kale that is wonderful for them, and it tastes it tastes very yummy. Did you know? And you probably because you know everything about chickens. Oh, um, please. <laughs> that, <laughs> that their their taste buds apparently are are, are um, located way in the back of their in the back of their mouths. So they yeah, there's not many anything. of them. I think there's like there's like 32 taste buds or yes, something. Yes, exactly. It's, it's, it's a, exactly. We've talked about. <laughs> Yes, and they can't taste it until they swallow it, and then it's too late. Um, but they, <laughs> but they do. They love the nibbles. Um, the kale is great. It stands out against the snow, nice and green. 
Um, now, have you found this out? Because this this is interesting because you, you talk about, because uh, we had goats too, and people say, oh, goats will eat everything. We found that not to be true. And, and a lot of times people, like I posted something about pumpkin uh, this week. I said, hey, you know, it's time maybe to start talking to your neighbors to say, hey, save those pumpkins after Halloween. We'll come and get them uh, and so you don't have to worry about throwing them away or dealing with them. We'll, we'll just walk down the street with our truck and pick up all the pumpkins and we'll come back and give them to our chickens. Then I had a few people, hey, you know, my, my chickens won't touch it. They just don't like it. They don't eat it. So have you found that obviously they'll have their favorites, like you might have one that'll eat all the mealworms first and then go to the kale and then go to the sunflower <laughs> seeds and things like that. Um, and I'm sure there's probably some things in your products that one particular chicken just, uh, but there, there's so much in there, so much different things. Uh, I'm sure they'll find something that, that they're like. But um, like we had goats that I'm trying to think what they would not eat. Um, they, they were, believe it, quite picky. They all they'll eat a tin can. That may be true, but they won't eat um <laughs> broccoli or something like that. So we we did have mm-hmm. some picky uh eaters as far as goats. So we've had some picky eaters as chickens. I'm trying to think back of when our chickens um if there was something in the in the past. There's there's been a few things that uh that, that but I will say I have never in all of my years um purchased my first chicks, I think something like twenty five years ago. I don't think I've ever had a chicken that did not like Melon, any kind of melon, watermelon especially. Uh, oh my goodness! Like yes. But, <laughs> but, my but, husband um, gets quite mad at me because we go to shopping. I'll buy a watermelon for us and a watermelon for the chickens. It's just you have to, you know. And, <laughs> you love your and watermelons aren't cheap. Watermelons are not cheap. It's it's they amazing. They're seven dollars a piece. And um, I'll tell, I share this story. A long time listeners have heard this uh, plenty of times. But uh, living in South Georgia, uh, we're not too far from what they. Uh, I know California is the watermelon capital of the world, but we do a lot of watermelons in Georgia and um, down in uh, Cordillo where, where there's a state farmer's market and it's it's really as far as watermelons in all of Georgia and I remember going into the grocery stores uh, this was probably uh, three or four years ago and, and Publix and Kroger and, and, and all these stores that watermelons were I'm not joking six ninety nine, seven ninety nine dollars a piece I just and then I look at the tag. This is in Georgia now. I look at the sticker on it, and they're coming out of California. And I'm thinking they're having to haul these 10-pound watermelons oh. from California all the way over to Georgia to have them in the stores when we have an, an, a copious amount of watermelon here in, in Georgia. But yet I'm the, the bottom here in Georgia from from California. That doesn't make sense. I go to the farmers market, and and literally these farmers are pulling in with their tractors with the wagons behind them, just overflowing with watermelons. And I was buying huge mammoth, juicy, fresh, literally oh. picked that morning watermelons. But ready for this, ready for this, 90 cents. 90 cents. And so wow. I, them, I, took up and I, I headed to Atlanta. I sold them on the side of the road. I sold every <laughs> single one I could possibly get. Brilliant. I did that, like, for, for, for about a month. I was buying them for 90 cents. I was there, sold them for 350 They were twice that in the stores, and I was getting them right off the farm. It was crazy. So I called I had a friend working at Publix, and I said, why? We live in Georgia, dude. Why, why are we? And he says, let me tell you why. And I'll be honest with you. There's a guy in an office on our fourth floor, and his job is to, you know, his, one of his jobs is to stock all of our stores of watermelon. And if he can make one phone call to one person, one farm, and stock all our stores, he's done for the day. Or that, that he can mark that off. I'm done. Instead of saying, you know what, it may be cheaper. I can get a better price, or at least if I buy some for the southeast from Georgia, and then some. But now he's got to make more phone calls. Now he has more time tied up in it. Instead of just saying, I can call this one guy, have all my watermelons and all my stores, and I'm done for the day. Woo! I can go play golf. <laughs> And and uh, instead of instead of you know and, and if they're all seven ninety nine you know because they're having to ship them from California to Georgia that's why they're seven ninety nine when I could get them from this farmer for ninety cents 
and uh, and, and stock the southeast, and only have them four dollars in my store instead of eight dollars. So a couple it was, more phone uh, calls. That's my, yeah, yep. that's my watermelon story, but it was it was amazing. It's a great so, story. Um, you gotta love that. So, um, are, are there anything? So we got the nibbles, and so tell us. I know on your website there's a location button. They can press location, and they can see anywhere uh, where physical retail stores have your product uh, in stock. Um, is there a place, uh, maybe your website, where they can buy them online? Are you referring people to the dealers more so than than a website? Where uh, obviously you can go to again, folks, www.loveluv-nest.com. You can at the top click on locations, and um, and but if uh, if there's not a place maybe close to them, is there a place online they can buy this? Yes, right on the website, um, and they can okay, just perfect. select the product. Yep, and 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 get it shipped to them. The the one of the best things that they can do is uh, certainly to to look at the website, learn all they can about Love Nest, and and you know know what they want to do with it. But if they can, um, you know, if they can certainly purchase from the website. But if they go to their local, you know, their local feed store mm-hmm. and just ask if they carry Love Nest. Um, and my husband, as I said, is working hard this week. He's down in Atlantic City, um, not just gambling. He is actually. He's making sure that Love Nest is, is actually going it, it is uh, available nationwide in many, many different feed stores. So ask for Love Nest by name, yeah. and if they don't have it, certainly, you know, come on up and, and you know, purchase it online. Yep. And now let me ask you this, too. As, as a consumer, I'm looking here, and I see their shit. If I want one of each, or I want four of this one or five of that one, um, do, how does shipping, I know, I know it's, Right now, if I just want to buy this one bag, I see the shipping cost. But if I wanted to buy four bags, uh, is is that is there it's like still all in one box? Yes, it is. It's still, it's still the, same. the same low price for shipping, so you don't have to spend okay. you know a ton uh, to get it shipped to you if that's what you'd like okay. to do. It's still the four ninety nine. Yep. Yep. Okay, good deal. And um, what was I going to say? Yeah, Dave, see, see he's up there, um, and he's already made his one call, just like the, the, the person at Publix. He's made his one phone call this morning for work, uh, and then now he's he's headed off to put uh, 50 on red or double down. I think you're or, right. I think you're right, Andy. <laughs> you may be listening. I don't know, Dave. I love you, buddy. <laughs> and, uh, and, and actually, Dave, if you are listening – Put ten on red for me tonight. Ten on red, and then uh, you can send me. Uh, uh, and so, um, exactly. I'm not. I'm not a gambler because um, mm-hmm. um, I know it's kind of like <laughs> motorcycles. It's like you know, I, I don't have a motorcycle because I know Andy too much. I would, even though now that I'm married, I would show off or I, I'd see some attractive. You know, I'd, I'd show, and I'd kill myself. I'd bottom. That's why I don't. I don't gamble because I know myself. I know Andy, and um, I would. Uh, uh, would be, so there's a wild side to Andy. It would not. It would not be pretty. So, but at least I have that that uh, part of my brain that tells me no. This is not a good <laughs> idea. So, um, it's funny. But um, okay, awesome. So, folks who are, who are listening are www.loveluv-nest.com. You can buy it there. You can look at locations. You can go to your store right down the street from you. If they don't have it, ask them. Say, hey, here's the website. Uh, maybe you ought to look at uh, carrying this this stuff. And I think that the main point here for folks because as you know there's a huge 
uh, and I hate this term, but melting pot of people that keep backyard poultry uh, from the crazy chicken lady, and I say that respectfully because we all know what that means in the chicken world. It's not a bad thing. And uh, folks, all around, and they, they're looking at the, there's the group organic, all natural, and herbs, and we already know that like with the oil of oregano, we've done um, articles with that in the magazine, and even the commercial folks, the big commercial folks like the, the Tysons and the Purdue's have looked at uh, replacing oregano for, which is herb, for uh, antibiotics. So, so we're starting to see more and more um, uh, herbs, even in the commercial industry, trying to figure out how we can use them to get away with some of these uh, drugs and antibiotics and things that they're using even the commercial, let alone uh, our backyard. So I think the goal here is that even in the winter, uh, like you said, in, in the frozen tundra of New Hampshire, <laughs> everywhere else really for that matter, you normally do this throughout the season, but the winter you just you feel like, oh, I can't do it, sorry girls, you're out of luck. Uh, but that's not the case because you are providing that, that niche for them where they can get these organic herbs that they normally may give throughout the year. And then what I can see happening, uh, Tina, is that um, they will buy this and then they'll get out in the hot sun in the summer to their herb garden and they'll say, forget this. <laughs> I'm just going to buy this because I don't have to go out here and I don't have to weed and I don't have to seed and I don't have to pick and I don't have to chop and I don't have to dry. And I don't, We've I done said, all uh, that no, for you. Nice. Yep. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. I'm just going to do Love Nest all year. So awesome. Oh, now, last question, then I'll let you go. Uh, any any secret um, product in, in the future? Are we going to add to this over the years? Have y'all Are y'all still doing uh, research and development? And maybe uh, what's another one we can add to our already uh, list of uh, herbal Goodness oh, absolutely, him. yes. Um, we've got several different ideas in the works right now, um, and okay. we're we're trying really hard to see if we can't come up with something that might actually be announced perhaps next year, um, hopefully in the winter. Um, and, you know, we're also, you know, and I know this is this is chicken time right now, but we're also looking at helping out the bee industry um, and seeing hmm. if we can't do something to help, um, you know, um, protect and enhance um, beekeeping and keep those bees healthy. So we're also doing some work there. Now, this will be, uh, I would say the majority of people, this probably wouldn't have been. There's a small group of area that wouldn't be into this, but maybe maybe in, in the year after that, you can come up with a love nest, chicken, um, um, hang on, let me think of the word, hang on, hang on, hang on, marinade. So, see, so now they can. See, so now, Crazy grave? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, you sure. Specifically for. Broilers. So, see, you know, maybe you'll have a, a, a garlic in there and, 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 and rosemary and thyme and things like that. And then you're actually uh, seasoning from the inside out. So, so from the time oh you goodness. have your I'm little broiler. I'm going to pay you for these ideas. <laughs> you have the little broiler. To, you have the, the bro, bro, I say that ten times. Broiler blend. Broiler blend. There you go. <laughs> see, I, I, want, I want ten cents for every bag sold. You start it when they're chicks and up until the seven weeks or if you're using a hair breed 16 to 18 weeks and you're giving it to them and then and then it may limit the time you have to marinate it may just be all that you know you the flavor comes out when, when in, in any in any recipe you could also say hey you can feed this to them but also you can make a brine out of it and so then you can marinate before you cook from the same bag that you gave yep. them you can now put it in the water brine them and and even uh, marinate them in it and then there you go. So cradle to grave, exactly. But I still like exactly. broiler blend, the broiler blend. And, that, and a lot of people are cringe. 
a lot of people are cringing right now, but a lot of people are like, hey, that's an awesome idea. So um, <laughs> uh, specifically endorsed by the, by the Chicken Whisperer, the broiler blend. So uh, they're, 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 and now I've got next year y'all can work on bees. The following year y'all can work on the broiler blend. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. <laughs> right, we had a, some people are like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't sound great at all. I could never actually we be just lost half your audience, Andy. I probably did. Yeah, I know I did. I, they, they know where I'm coming from. So, um, well, hey, thank you very much for uh, joining us today. It was great to, to have you on, learn more about your products, and uh, for, for other folks to learn about your product and say, hey, this is awesome. Um, I've already given it, but in the wintertime, it's it's few and far between and, and all these. Now I know mm-hmm. which one to use for what and how to use it and how to deliver it in the whole nine yards. And watch, you'll start getting emails. Oh, I would so wish you would start with the broiler blend. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> but truly, if anyone has any questions or they, they would like to take a look at the website, please do and shoot us any questions about the products or using it with your chickens. We're happy to help. We're here to help. Um, and thank you so much for your time today. This has been such a blast. We had fun. We did have fun. We had some laughs, and we, we had a little research in there. We talked about the products. It was fun. It always is. And, and see, I knew you, you were nervous about coming on today. Yes, <laughs> like, I was. What's he going to talk about? What's he going to ask me? He's going to drill me. It's just, <laughs> no, it's just a good old sit back, uh, uh, just good old laid-back conversation about your products. Truly. So, well, I feel like I've been on sitting on the back porch with you. Yeah, just hanging out. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. hey, Tina, thanks so much. Tell tell David and David if you're listening. Uh, Ten on red for me tonight. While while you're there in Atlantic City, and I uh, hope he's not working too hard. And uh, thanks for all you do. Thanks for sponsoring the uh, the Chicken Whisperer and the show. And uh, we will talk with you maybe next year. We'll have you back on. Sounds great, Andy. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. feeds our layer pal. From our family to yours, feed your chickens the way nature intended. Pure, wholesome goodness. Kalmbach Feeds. Visit our website at kalmbachfeeds.com. That's K-A-L-M-B-A-C-H feeds.com. Or order today on Amazon.com. Kalmbach Feeds is a proud sponsor of the Chicken Whisperer. Yeah, speaking of Kalmbach Feeds, we'll be uh, heading out here in less than a week, getting ready to go on the Kalmbach Feeds 2015 Chicken Whisperer Fall Tour. Uh, You can find uh, dates and uh, and event dates where we're going to be. Um, on our website, chickenwhisperer.com, and on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the chicken whisperer. Had a great time today. I, I love it when uh, I can bring the sponsors on. We try to do it once or twice a year. They can come on, talk about new products, talk about their current products, talk about their history. And, and so, people out there who are, maybe they already buy the products and they're like, hey, these, these are just good old down to earth folks, you know, family business. They, she developed it in her kitchen, um, about something that she used herself, something she believed in, and now it's something that I can buy. So uh, we love, just like yesterday, pardon me, yesterday with um, uh, the chicken fountain, uh, Frank over the chicken fountain, that type, you know, just just so people can hear, these are just good old down-to-earth folks that want the best for your backyard flock, your backyard chickens. Even when we bring on folks like Ideal uh, Poultry out of Cameron, Texas, uh, shipping more baby chicks nationwide for the backyard industry than anybody, six million, uh, guess what? You go there. I've been there. I've toured their their facility. It's uh, here. How you doing? How you, all family uh, going back to like the 30s, um, which is absolutely amazing. So 
Tina um, and, and Dave Hickman, uh, founders and inventors of the Love Nest product, Love Nest, and that's www.love-nest.com. So it is Thursday. We don't broadcast Friday, so thank you very much for tuning in this week. Uh, we, let's see, we'll probably have a show, um, we're hoping, Monday. Not Tuesday. I will be on the road Tuesday traveling, but uh, we're still looking at maybe Thursday, uh, Wednesday and Thursday having, and, and it is kind of sponsor month or sponsor week where we're uh, bringing on our sponsors to talk about their products so you can get to know them a bit, a little bit better uh, and maybe become a customer if you're already a customer. Again, know exactly who you're uh, supporting. So uh, thank you very much for tuning in today, and uh, we'll see you next week right here on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer brought to you by Kalmbach Feeds. God bless everybody. Mm-hmm.